Welcome back to the Bad Bounce Podcast, last on the leaderboards, but first in your hearts. And the PJ Tour and the Live Tour are supposedly merging. I'm sure you've heard about that. And I'm sure you've also heard about the U.S. Open over at L.A. Country Club, our hometown. That's all coming up next, and so is Harry Styles. So is Ryan Tetral. So we're here with Nico Mendoza, myself, Austin Amaya. Ryan, you're like Kyle Lowry in, in, on the Miami Heat. You just come in to disrupt some offensive fouls. You make a couple threes, get in a couple fights, flop a little bit here and there. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I think the dogs are happier here, too. Happy but, to make some noise. <laughs> but yeah, you coming in hot with the hot takes. You're getting some blowback on the uh, on the social media channels. You know, bring on the trolls. Uh, we're, we're about to find out how good Brooks and uh, Bryson are here at L.A. in the next week. So I'm going to keep the uh, hot takes coming. Yeah. I mean, obviously, people think it's like a TV segment, but you legitimately believe everything you say. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah. Like the, none of this is a bit. It's just like sometimes we just stare at Ryan, just start laughing. <laughs> Out no, of pure it, respect. It comes through uh, through well done research and uh you know years of being around the game so i think that there's a thought behind all my madness <laughs> i like that thought behind the madness kind of like is there was there real thought behind the live and pga merger or did that just kind of happen how the hell did this ha- it happened so fast it came out of nowhere we promised we won't take too long on this we'll try not to just because i mean everyone's talking about it it's on all the other podcasts it's on every news media but i just want us to go through the facts are all out there just what are our takes and i'll start with you ryan the king of hot takes Ooh, well hot takes i think with all the new capital that's come into the game of golf i think it'd be really interesting if golf went to a draft schedule where collectively the pga tour and live were choosing 10 to 15 players out of college and signing them to a multi-year contract similar to, you know, any other major sporting organization like the NFL, MLB, etc. Um, so obviously they'd be looking for people with high entertainment value to replace some of these guys on tour that really aren't bringing any fans to the game, you know, that are just going out there and getting 50th place, 30th place, and just racking up their FedEx points. I should, have, I should rephrase this. Not necessarily hot takes, but what are your thoughts about the merger? And where do you think this goes? I think, I think that's a good question. I, I think it's a net positive, but I think it's going to create a lot of um, litigation. And I think where you could see some of that litigation is with players that did not sign big contracts. And I think that you see that litigation go back to like the agency level. So you could have a lot of cases for misrepresentation as to why some players didn't cash in on big checks. Like the player's responsibility is to go out there and play good golf and they don't have to worry about anything else. But if all of a sudden they're not signing $100 million contracts when that's on the table, that's a business issue that's going to have to get addressed. So you think litigation within the league? Yeah, 100%. Are you really going to sue the Saudi government if they're backing? No, more so players suing their agents. That's how I see it. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Nico, thoughts? I mean, I'm shocked it happened 
like this quick. I thought the PGA Tour was going to hold out a little longer. Um, I did think they were going to probably have to merge eventually, though. So I wasn't too shocked about that part. Yeah, overall, I think it was good because it brings in more money. But then you got, you know, now basically the Saudis own the PGA Tour, in my mind, just because they have more money. So that could be pretty sketch. That's the ultimate question, right? So far, everybody has been very adamant that they do not own the PGA Tour. Right. That the PGA Tour maintains control, that majority of the board members are are on the PGA Tour. They also gave um, Yasser the first right of refusal for sponsors, and that's kind of his power play. Because at the end of the day, if they give too much power to Saudis or the PGA Tour, the Saudis are going to say no if there's too much power to PJ Tour. If they give the Saudis too much power, then the government is most likely going to veto it, which they probably might anyways, which is my take, that I, this isn't far from over in my opinion. I right. just have a hard time believing that Yasser and Jay Monahan just go on T- CNBC one day and be like, guys, we're joining. They're just, just boys. They're just, just friends. Happening. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> we were just, talking about it the they, other day. They were just playing running. golf randomly. Like nine playing holes. Golf. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we had lunch. J- Greg wasn't there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then they're, they're just invited. joining. Like, I just think it's a little more complex than that. And it's just kind of like they're putting it out there. So it's kind of like when Natalie Gold is trying to tell the world that he, she was dating Dustin Johnson mm. and try to put the pressure on DJ. And DJ was like, no, we're not. <laughs> but you know, she kind of forced his that. hand. He definitely leveled up. Yeah. <laughs> he could have been like. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's happening. Yeah, and then just coerced into dating her. But you know, is he? It's just like I think they're doing. They're pulling a Natalie Gobis. Austin. Um, I I think that the players are going to be given guaranteed contracts going forward. Uh, I'm still. I'm a little curious. Uh, does is the PGA Tour still the PGA Tour? Is the DP World Tour still the DP World Tour? Like, do those tours still, you know, exist? while coexisting together with this world golf tour. Uh, I mean, that's a question I think that needs to be answered. Uh, as far as what I think is going to happen to the players and with their contracts and, you know, what they're going to have to do, um, I think a good measurement of what a player's contract should be worth is based off their uh, PIP ranking. I think that does a very good job of telling you who's bringing in the most fans, who's drawing the most attention, and based off their PIP ranking should give them a guaranteed guaranteed contract. You know, top five gets you this guaranteed money. Top 10 gets you this guaranteed money. Um, and I think the guaranteed, guaranteed contracts is a good way to keep the players happy based on, you know, all the guys from Live taking their money. So PGA Tour players get guaranteed money. Being taken care of for playing these events, not like, you know, the $5,000 for missing the cut that's going on nowadays. <laughs> Uh, which is, I mean, a joke, to be honest. It's a uh, joke. <laughs> yeah, well, the rumor is that if they wanted to reinstate into the PGA Tour from the Live Tour, they would have to pay a heavy they to, fine. They have to pay back. Or, uh, what? yeah, what I heard is, you know, whatever money they've already been paid for their annual contract payout, if it's already been paid out, you know, they can keep that. But whatever money is left on their contract, say, like Cameron Smith, got a hundred million for his first year and he was going to be guaranteed 25 or 50 for the next three or four years, whatever it may be. Uh, if he does want to play the PGA tour, I believe he does have to forfeit uh, the remaining balance on his contract. That well, hasn't been I also out. think, so he doesn't receive that. And I also think they pay a fine and the fine goes back to the PGA tour players who have stayed loyal is the word on the street. There's no way 
That's that, what. That's the word. I, I heard that on from. I mean, yeah, that, that, that could be the word on the street. But I'm just saying that's there's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of guys pissed off at that. I think. Also, like, they try to pay Messi how much? One point six billion dollars or something. Like, they can't give a couple of the other guys eighty million dollars to shut the hell up. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, I have a hard time believing that. I don't, they can't I don't think. I don't think they even care to spend 80 million to shut them up. I mean, I don't think they feel that the players that are talking and not that I know who is talking, but the players that are speaking out on the fact that like live players got money. I don't think they're, I hate to say this, but I don't think they're big enough to, for the PIF to care about, you know, filling their pockets. Well, like we're saying like, like John Rom, call Morikawa. Yeah, I, I think Roy those McElroy, guys. Like but Jason I think they're going to get such a big guaranteed contract. I mean, so what's the highest played NFL players making forty-five, fifty million a year? I mean, Bradley so, Beal is going to make fifty-seven his fourth year. By the way, Bradley Beal, exactly in, one of the in highest the, played in the NBA. Yeah, in the NBA, it, NBA it, people might going not even know who Bradley Beal is, but no idea. Uh, I mean, he he used to be very good. <laughs> I mean, he's, he dropped a few sixty bombs. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, so what does that mean, like? It's going to be funny to see Tiger's contract because Tiger doesn't play. He's still going to need a guaranteed contract. It's just what is that number? Is Tiger because he's still the highest on the on the PIP? Does he what does he get? Seventy five million right. guaranteed and what's the guarantee in terms of events that he has to play. Yeah, and it'd be interesting to see what the injury clause on these are because a lot of PGA Tour players these days, you know, take a few months off from injury. Like CT Pan, for instance, was off for you know the last six months or a year with injury. You know. What do they need a doctor's note to keep getting paid if they're injured? Right. That's another kind of question I have because, you know, obviously they have guaranteed contracts. You know, they're supposed to play in such and such events, but if they're injured, does that mean they not get paid? I mean, Mike Trout's still getting paid when he's sitting on the bench. That's a great point. I think that another big key point is, you know, what needs to happen with the official world golf rankings that are clearly running on some sort of poor algorithm because you've got a guy like Brooks who just won a live event and a major and he's still ranked behind guys that have not won a major, let alone competed in a major in the last year and a half. Yeah, well, it's because Liv doesn't have world ranking points. Right. If they just go to four rounds, they get world ranking points. I mean, I just wish they would do that. But Dustin Johnson today in an interview said, I just heard the other day, like after I talked to Yasser, and we're supposed to have a full 2024 schedule. So Liv is not going away, despite the rumors that they were. Huh. Yeah, it did, it did seem like they were going away with the World Golf League being created. It seemed like the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour were still going to exist and Live was going to go away. And the and, new yeah. Live is the World Golf Tour. Yeah, and supposedly Jay was supposed to have the authority over that, but it sounds like there's just going to be a regular 2024 Live schedule, which is very interesting. But So Live guys. I mean, they got PGA so much just, money. I mean, they're going to run two tours. They can. They could do whatever yeah. the hell they want, which They've is They've already scary signed point. up all the courses too. Like that takes a lot of preparation. So, Nico, we'll go back to you. What does it look like for the Saudis and the PIF to dominate the PJ Tour? What does that look like? What does that smell like? How scary is that? And I have a follow-up question to Ryan after, but go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's scary. I think it's going to be kind of kind of like they did in soccer or football, as they say. They just put, pumped a bunch of money in and bought good players. Well, what like what does it mean for them to dominate the PGA Tour, though? I'm I'm hopeful that it means more money and guaranteeing contracts. That's a good side. But what's the scary side? The behind scary it? side. 
I mean, see, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm like, I don't even know what that looks like. We and is that know, necessarily yeah. bad in a way yeah. that's like, like, what are they going to do? Like make us go there, fly there once a year. If you're playing on tour and go worship at there, like, you know, like there's nothing, yeah. there's, I, there's really nothing that they're going to do behind the scenes that can make me think of anything yeah, else. That's why initially when it first came out, like, you know, I saw the positives, like it's going to bring in way more money. And I don't it's, really know what the negatives would look like. Yeah. So I mean, only time will tell and see yeah. see what they they establish. But positively, I mean, I think it's a good thing business business wise. It's gonna bring more money into the game. Hopefully, trickle down to like the lower players. Um, I could see that being kind of a negative. Like it doesn't trickle down to Corn Ferry, Canada, or all those tours, and the top guys just get more money, and it gets even harder to make it to the PGA Tour or live or DP. I could see that being the negative, um, but otherwise, but nothing like nothing political, no, no yeah, political issues, right? I don't think political. No, yeah, just right. compared to soccer, like similar thing. Yeah, it's not not that political. I think if anything, it just creates like a lot of confusion in the marketplace. Like, what is right. the premier tour in golf? Like, if you want to go yeah. watch golf, where are you going to go? Are you going to go to DP, right. PGA Tour, or Live? And I think that you're just inevitably going to transition out of a phase where everybody that is respectable in the game of golf is playing on the PGA tour. Now all of a sudden they're playing on multiple tours. So the players become more of an entity rather than the tour itself, which is how I think it should be. I agree with that. I yeah. totally agree. Yeah. That that's a great. great take. All right. To put a bow on this, we're going to transition into the U S open this week and just timely news. I can't help but think that the live guys have such an advantage this week mentally. It's got to be similar to how they felt going into Augusta, you know, like a dog with his tail between his legs where Phil didn't say anything at the champions there. Like, and then now he's talking louder than ever on Twitter. Right. I'm loving his Twitter. He's I mean, oh, he's, Phil is he, back he, on he's, yeah. he's great on social media in a month and a half. He's gone from like, not going to say anything to like, it's all out there. Alpha dog. Right. And I can't help but Great think that's Great news home. today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best news in Almost golf. a billionaire. <laughs> I can't help but think that's how they were feeling walking into... How they were feeling walking into Augusta is how the PG Tour guys are going to fe- be feeling right now as they walk into LA. A little bit, right? Right. You still have the guys that are like Scotty Scheffler, which I'll make the comp to like Cam Smith, who's like, I'm just here to play golf. I don't... I don't you know, I made a decision for myself and, you know, it is what it is. But they're, if the guys like Rory or the guys... Like, and on the flip side, Bryson, who's probably sticking his chest out, walking around. And it's got to feel like a moral victory, as ironic as that sounds. Like a moral victory for them, where they're the top dog right now. And they're the ones who made the right choice, quote unquote, right? And so I can't help but think that with this U.S. Open, the Live guys have a massive advantage. So that being said, Nico, you were on the grounds today at... That's so dramatic. The grounds at US Open. <laughs> you went to go watch the fraction out of the US Open. Yeah, went to the Fraction Country Club. And I can confirm that because I watched DJ for a couples and I've never seen him walk that fast. He was chipper. <laughs> he was chatting really? it up with Gary really? Wood and his boy over there. I've never seen him talk so much in a practice round. You know what's funny is like or us four sitting right here, this foursome right here, they're, they're, it's probably the same exact conversations on the course 
for those guys. Right. They've all said true all through. Not even one person has deviated from saying we know as much as you guys. We don't know anything. Like right. no one's told me anything. Like everything you've heard is what we've heard. So they're probably having the same conversations we're having right now. But what was the course like over at LA Country Club? Oh man, I mean that is definitely one of the best courses around. Uh, it was playing. It didn't look too bad. The rough was definitely thick. It was like pretty long Bermuda. So I saw a couple balls that just barely trickled in uh, and the fairways were firm. So they're definitely going to trickle into the rough. And I mean, a couple guys full lashes went like 30 yards and like Danny McCarthy. I saw him look like he broke his wrist. <laughs> like he was literally in pain after it. But then I saw other couple, uh, a couple other good lies kind of randomly kind of near the greens. It wasn't too bad. So I don't think it's like going to be like, it's definitely going to be lower than normal. And I don't see too many high numbers, but I do see some like just easy bogeys. I see. I mean, almost everyone that I've talked to is like, there's just no way they're going to make it hard enough. Yeah. Why did they shrink the fairways? That's my question. I don't know. They They did that for Pebble. They easily could have, I think. Yeah. They just, they just, they did that for Tori. They just grow out a certain, they only mow a certain part of the fairway. I just don't understand why. They, yeah. They fairways do. are wide there, but they are pretty sloped. And like I said, they're very firm. So, so I guess on certain holes, you can't really shrink the fairway because yeah. it'll slope. So you away. have to really hit it in the right spot in the fairway. And then when I walked on the fairway, uh, like the, like the way the, the grass was growing, it would like go with the slope as well. So it just made uh, it even faster. Interesting. So like if, it's a, if it's a left to right slope, then the, the fairway was like running left to right. Like right. all of them were, were like that, which made it even faster going down. So what's the bite to the golf course? How do they make it hard? I mean, I think they're hoping for the greens to get firmer because it, they definitely looked firm and they're, they were bouncing, but they, they look nice. Like, and they said like with the Marine layer right now, they just couldn't, couldn't make them firm enough. And yeah. The people were upset, but I think if there's wind, it plays pretty tough. Okay, which, which but is we're very in the middle helpful. of yeah, LA, know, and they're protected. By, yeah, there's. I know it's very helpful, but there was there was some breeze out there. Okay, so what do you guys? You guys, you guys have played it. You know, I don't think that it has too much defense at the moment. I, I think that you can get a bit of a coastal breeze, um, especially if we get some storms which are in the area. But you know, if anything, that makes the course easier, right? It softens the greens. And then the bombers are rewarded. So LA at the moment doesn't have that much of a defense. And to kind of circle back on why they haven't grown in the fairways, if you look at like Torrey and Pebble, those are two public courses. With LA, I would have to imagine that the membership committee was unwilling to completely change the infrastructure of the fairways and how the greens, um, you know, play in terms of firmness. So there was probably a, a lot of friction there with the USGA and, and the membership committee if I had to take an educated guess. It's lunacy. It's I ridiculous. can see that. I yeah. can't wait to see how they play a hole 11. Reverse for Dan, par 3, 290. I yeah. mean, they're going to be landing oh, at 220, yeah. right. and the ball's going to end up on the green. Yeah, that hole so is... Like, I just, I'm excited to see how that yeah. hole... And they have, yeah. a, they have an 80-yard hole that might play harder. Oh, that hole! One hundred percent. That hole is downhill. That hole is so hard for people oh, for no. a par three. For people at home, downhill shots are the worst because mm-hmm. if <laughs> it curves, it's gonna just yeah. keep on going. Yeah, and controlling yardage is really hard. And then you have an eighty-five yard wedge downhill. That thing's gonna be double the apex height, you know. And you're just trying to control yardage out of that. It's really tough. And then on top of that, that hole they're gonna play the tees up majority of the week. I'd imagine. Yeah, they had they had the upper tee blocked off, for sure. Yeah, 
So it's not like it's going to play 290 every day, but it, yeah. it, that is pretty crazy. That's 290. Um, but from what I hear, it's just there's no real defense to it. Actually, you know yeah. what? To go back to your point about the board and, and them having friction with the USGA. I mean, after I say this, I, I will never be invited to LA Country Club and I don't really <laughs> care. That's lunacy. That's ridiculous. Well, it took so long uh, for LA to open up to the idea of having any you know, big championship played at that course. Rightfully so. You know, I, I think that that's a respectable decision to not want to have a bunch of people stomping on your golf course because the the damage that you can incur just from having a PGA Tour event, let alone a major at a course, is sometimes irreparable. Uh, so, you know, it's the member's decision and I can understand it. Yeah, I get that. Uh, the South Course was used as a parking lot. So That's I could see questionable. Yeah, I could see why why the members would have some. Uh, William some Bell is is gotta be sleeping. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought they were. Uh, I I was my take was that they were gonna use it as a range. Was the range good enough at LA Country Club? It's no, not big enough. No, it's not. It looked, <laughs> it looked pretty. It's not even long enough. No, it looked pretty. Well, it was into the wind, um, but it looked pretty long. Like they weren't. What are they, they giving him limited fly golf balls? <laughs> like, please use this just for driving. It <laughs> has to be like on the putting green at the driving range to make it long enough. Right. Like it, it was into the wind, but they weren't they weren't getting it over. So they were just using the range. Yeah. Oh, the wow. range, range is yeah. only 25, 20 stalls wide. Yep. Yeah, no, it wasn't that, that long. I don't know wide. what they're gonna do. I think they've gotta sure. use the south course, is what I was thinking. There has to be another range on there the might golf be. course. Somewhere. I didn't see it, but Sheesh. <laughs> That's crazy. It's not a big property, is it? No, it's huge. It's, it's massive. massive. It's two courses. Yeah, it's huge. I was shocked how huge it was. Oh, really? And it's hilly. It's huge. I did not expect that in LA, the middle of LA. That's why <laughs> the USGA lately has been going to courses or venues that have two courses for the size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, I, you know, LA is just another example of that. No, it's right. huge. Olympic, like, LA. I couldn't believe yeah, how huge the property Tory. was. Yep. So who's, what, who does this favor? What kind of player does this favor, this golf course? Bombers. Someone yeah. that's long and because I don't think the course is going to play that long uh, with how firm it's yeah, going to be. Yeah, it didn't look too long. I mean, it's a it's a Bermuda grass, and you know I would imagine they have it just firm as hell. So I that's mean, uh, a three twenty carry ball is going to roll out to three seventy, three eighty, three ninety, maybe. Um, bomber with some touch is bomber with is some what touch. I was reading exactly. Yeah, exactly. Bomber with some because so, he's you're gonna have some balls just roll off the greens if you miss in the wrong spot. And you're just gonna have some you know have to have good touch to get it up and down. Whoever you know drives it well in short games it well should should do very well. Call me crazy. Is it that hard to chip out of that stuff? Hit a shot. Yes. Just open the face. And open just, the face and just and kind just swing. of leave it in the yeah. in the grass and it'll pop right up and come out dead. Yeah, I it, didn't see too much trouble. You with, just with pop, those guys. it just pops up and comes out dead. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like you just like, you know, you're just trying to like calculate how far it's going to carry or how far you want it to carry, and you know, kind of what the lie looks like and how hard you're going to have to hit it and how you're going to have to hit it, and the ball's going to do the same thing every time when it lands. Yeah, it just comes it's out. Just gonna, it's going to come out. You're going to be able to read titleist on your golf ball as it comes out of the out of the earth because it has no spin and the ball's just going to land yeah. and tumble. Right? It was going to poof. Like yeah, it was yeah. like really thin and not wet. So I mean. It's like it's tossing just gonna a ball. get through easy, right? It'll be yeah. like tossing a ball, exactly like tossing a ball. I think that's it's easier just, than trying to get spin. It's just reading yeah. how it's going to come out. That's the yeah, yeah, bunker shot. If the, you can find route. it, I feel like it comes out more predictably than when you're trying to hit off a tight fairway. It's like, is it going to double hop and spins gone and check, or is it going to grab on that second on that first bounce? Like, I just think there is going to be some lies that I think guys are going to be able to spin it a lot out of the rough. 
if the ball sits up in that rough yeah. and it and it will it will sit up because it's patchy in some parts guys will be able to like it's when you hit like a top face uh chip yeah, shot yeah, that you yeah. don't mean to sometimes and the ball just comes out just ripping yeah. that's right. there's going to be a lot yeah, of that yeah, this I week I, that. I do believe i could see it that. definitely favored someone who's long and if they miss it like a million miles it's actually better because it's padded down from the gallery would love to see Tiger, you know, 15 Tiger years would ago. play well here. Right here. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need creativity? That was a word that was thrown around quite a bit listening yeah. to coverage. Yeah, I would say so because there's, it looked like there was a lot of places you could like roll it up. And were there, there's a lot of options on the golf course. Is that accurate or is it just um, kind of bomb and gouge? Oh, no. I think there's a ton of options. There's a I, lot I of think slope. I think there's going to be some guys three wood chipping, hybrid chipping. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, it was that tight. I mean, European could do well here just because I think it's going to play more linksy. Something that's been pretty overlooked is how many fairway wood shots that you have on that course. Like hole uh, eight is a really good example, Uh, the par five. So you hit a fairway wood off the tee, and then you follow with another fairway wood into that green. Uh, And there's also quite a few par fours where people are going to be hitting fairway woods. So I, I just think that that's a unique element that you don't see in too many other U.S. Opens. There's like, uh, you know, six or seven really critical fairway wood shots for, you know, average to upper length uh, bombers. To that point, also the par threes look like there's going to be a lot of fairway woods. Right, exactly. I, I do. If they play it exactly. all like that. No, I mean, that's what I was thinking about 11, though. 11's 290. I think they're going to be hitting five iron. So it's so downhill. It downwind. And it's re- and it's reverse for Dan. Uh, all you got to do is land the ball 200 yards over the bunker and it's going to roll onto the green. I saw a lot of hybrids on that hole today. A lot of hybrids. Yeah, and it, and it was downwind. Were they carrying it on? No, just landing it short. Yeah. Ro- rolling it up. I would it imagine they're all, all going to roll it and up. And they were on still that hitting like hybrid. I think Cashmere and Keith tried to, tried to knock down a three iron, but he like bladed it in the bunker. He hasn't been hitting it short, well. So. Yeah. Charlie Offen, though, stuffed it with a hybrid. Shout out, Charlie. Not shocking. Charlie, yeah, yeah that was nice. One of the Shout best things on tour. <laughs> yeah, it was pure. Speaking of uh, Ferrywood, Ferrywood par fives. Number 18 at RBC Canadian Open. Tommy Ooh. Fleetwood. Ooh. The GOAT par five. Uh, <laughs> that's maybe like the, that par five? That's the, worst, that's the worst design hole I liked that ever. sucks ass. I kind of liked it though. Terrible. That hole. I don't know why. The PGA Tour, I mean, PGA Tour players should feel disrespected for having to play that <laughs> hole this yeah, week. It's, it I mean, really that was, was a joke. It should have been a par four. If that hole... No, it should not have. Yeah, it, it should not have been a par four, but the tee box should be should've. 50 yards farther back. So guys can try and carry the bunker on the left with driver or take a conservative route with driver just out to the right. I mean, guys hitting iron off that tee, that, that tee looked like that, that tee looked like a par three tee box. It was a joke. I yeah. mean, <laughs> terrible, <laughs> horrible. I kind of liked it. Just terrible. It was jank. I hated that. I mean, that's, that's, that's 11 at Hacienda right there. One of the worst holes ever. I, I will. <laughs> I will say That's the PGA close. Tour got their you know best outcome that they could have wished for this week, and yeah. that was a Canadian winning uh, for the first time in 54, what was it? Fifty-four years, sixty-nine, yeah, sixty-nine, sixty-nine years. Nice, yeah. yeah dinner for two, Six, yeah, dinner for two years. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to years. the PGA Tour. They finally got it right. <laughs> I mean, the script right. is in. Just that yeah. was, yeah. The script is exciting, really in though, after yeah. that week. I mean, that was what a. I mean, what an end to that event, and then topping it off with Adam Hadwin getting tackled. I mean, yeah. just well, an electric event. Yeah, you know when the when the uh, viewership for the PGA Tour uh, 
has been as poor as it really has for the you know greater part of the last two years. They have to start incorporating elements like you know top players getting tackled by security guards. <laughs> that would never happen on Live, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> they let them do whatever they want on Live. So right. yeah, actually, the viewership has gone up quite a bit for the elevated events. Which then my take was the elevated events are working, but. Overall, the non-elevated events are bad. Yeah. yeah I was just looking true, at this yeah. the other day. Yeah. They are, I mean, the fields, yeah. it's hard. Like, even this week, you, you had, luckily, Roy was defending champion, so he got to play. I mean, he ain't going to play next year. Yeah. See, he, he pulled the John Robb. Let me just see, you know, do a top 10. Yeah. Let me yeah, just let not me win punt, again. Let me punt this final round so that I don't have to come back next year. <laughs> yeah. Because Rory melting down the last round of a average PGA Tour event is really an indication as to where his game's at. Like, I think at this point, Rory really needs to just drop the floor out from underneath him and go back to Northern Ireland, throw the Fitbit in the trash, scrape the team, and just start rebuilding it from the ground up because that's just, that's where he's at. He's mentally defeated. Wait, or like, just go back to Titleist. Just bring back Titleist oh, Rory. Yeah. He is. He's using a Titleist wedge. Yeah. He, oh, is wedge. he still? Yeah. Give me love D2 that. Rory. I love that, Rory. That was good, Rory. <laughs> Give me D2 and... Uh, 907 or yeah. a set of VR irons. Those did. Oh all right. my God. Those are beautiful. <laughs> One of the best. Ryan's irons still, ever designed. still got them in the back. You still got them? You still, yeah. I mean, what else? Why would you ever change? They're knockoff mirrors. Yeah. I mean, they're beautiful. True, yeah. One of the best ir- looking irons ever. Yeah. Right. Just, just out of curiosity, you are aware that it's a whoop, not a Fitbit. Uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> or, or I, I like were, I like that he says Fitbit. Though. Yeah, it makes it's, it funnier. It's, it's way funnier that you call it Fitbit. <laughs> I thought you were doing that on purpose. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Here's hole 15 green, the par three. I mean, back pin on that hole, dear God. Yeah, we're watching the. Uh, what is this called? Live from the live US from from the US US Open. Open yeah. well, my favorite. My favorite show to tune into during Masters Week. I love live from. Live yeah, from is the great. best. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. Chambly out of there, and I'll like it even more. Hey, he yeah. stirs the pot, he Yeah, sir, you yeah, do need him. He stirs the pot. Chambly's like Stephen A, but worse. Yeah, he's yeah. a bad Stephen A. Yeah, he's yeah. a bad Stephen A. He's a bad Stephen A. a. Rich Lerner getting fired would be the best outcome. You for, don't like Rich? Uh, no, I, I think he's awful. I think he just has a really low golf IQ, and I, I just think that he's a glorified. No, you know why I like Rich, though? He's got great one-liners. Yeah. He, he does. Uh, his voice is nice. He's just a he's glorified, you know, Disney storyteller. That's really what he is. Yeah, but you need that. He's very good at it. I love Paul Lowry. I mean, Paul yeah, Lowry, yeah, I think, great. is... Paul's the, pretty good. I like when Faxon... He's a little bit too much of a homer for me, but... Yeah. I like when Faxon's up there a little homer, bit. Yeah. yeah, he loves the Euros. He yeah. does love the Euros, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I mean, if Montgomery was playing, he'd be picking him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Rowe won the Masters, and he was having an orgasm as he was speaking. <laughs> but... No, yeah, I, I'm I'm pro rich. I I didn't like Jim Nance at the end of the at the, at the end of the tournament. It was an odd call. It was yeah. an odd call. What was it again, Josh? It, he makes a putt and he goes glorious and free. Yeah, that's yeah. right. He yeah. was so shocked by that putt. I think he's Jim Nance. He's got. I know. I know. He he just wasn't. If ready. anything, that applied to Tommy. You know, getting his first PGA Tour win. Yeah, he read from the wrong list. You no, know, he did. He went for the wrong quote. I mean, yeah. glorious and free. That was he was saving. Read that the for wrong Tommy. side of the paper. Yeah, read the wrong side of the paper. <laughs> wrong side of the notes. But Tommy Fleetwood should he have gone for that on eighteen? Wait, he was in the rough. It was, it was. It, generally speaking, for the people at home, if the rough is going down and it's with you, you can almost get anything out of it. Agreed. I mean, even on the fairway, I prefer it down grain. Yeah. Right. yeah. So why, if he's he's down grain, he's in the rough. I get it. He can't he can't hack a five iron out of there. Run up there like closer. He he hit like a nine iron straight right into the hill. Are you talking about in the playoff? 
No, no, no. It, oh, regulation? regulation? Yeah. Yeah, no, he should have gone for that. He should have sure. gone for it. I mean, I mean he, he messed up the T-ball. I mean, you got to hit the fairway there. You, you yeah. got a long iron in your hand. He you did, have 40 yeah. yards to work with left to right. You got to hit the fairway. This goes back to, though, he waited on that tee box for, I think, 20 minutes. Yep. I think that was the number that they said. Don't call me on it. It could be 10 or 20, but he whatever, was on the tee box for Whatever the time is, you're a paid professional. It's your job to hit the fairway in yeah. the heat of the battle. You hit the damn fairway. I, I don't care yeah, how I hear you. That's why you didn't win. Yeah, I hear you. But I just don't like that the pace of play determines these tournaments a lot of times. I yeah. think Brooks is a two-time major champion in 2023. If the pace of play, actually, I take that back. I, I no, mean, he can handle if it. If that, you know, letting the pace <laughs> of play get to you is a mental issue. I agree. I yeah, mean, that's you should be able to get over that. You, yeah. Who cares if around seven hours, eight hours, nine hours? You know, you got to do the job. Yeah, it's not like you're getting tackled out there. Exactly. <laughs> All you're doing is just standing and talking, talking like to the guys. Yeah. I mean, what could be harder? It could be way harder. You could have a guy blowing <laughs> snot in your face on the line. Right. I mean, <laughs> well said. Or a security guard. Yeah. yeah. Or a security guard yeah. tackling you. Yeah. If you're not, you know, if you're not in contention, you, there's an odds that a security guard will tackle you. Just a random question, and we'll move on. How old do you think Tommy Fleetwood is? We'll go left to right. Nico. Thirty-six. Ryan. Thirty-five. Austin, I want to ask the, how old people think his wife is as well. Um, that was my next question. <laughs> oh, you jumped ahead. I can answer that. Uh, I'd say she's ten years older than Tommy, and Tommy's probably thirty-three. Wow, thirty-two. He's that wow. young? I was looking at this going wow. like, wow. Oh, man. Is Tommy Fleetwood going to be on the short list of p- players who never went on the PGA Tour? No. I, I, don't I think, think he so. wins. He's I, in the prime, he's he's in the prime of his career yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, he, if he's going to win, it's going to happen What's now. your tournament, Austin? Yeah. Uh, American Express? Yeah, worst he'll tournament ever. Yeah, he'll win that one year. He, he's too good to play in that. He doesn't yeah, deserve he's, that. He's only 32. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I didn't know he was that young. That's Euros. what I'm saying. He has plenty of time. All right. How old is wife? Open championship at some point. I he, think he's a great win player. Shit, he can win this week. But that's not yeah, the PJ. He, he was leading could. in putting. What was it uh, a year or two ago? Uh, I forget which course it was. Shot sixty two on Sunday. In the yeah, US that was, Open? Uh, that's the one Brooks won at. Um, that's right. God, I forgot. Yeah, but, but yeah, he missed the short putt for sixty one. Tommy, yeah, Tommy, I wouldn't call it short. It was like 10, 8, yeah, 10 feet. Great hook yeah. eight iron up the yeah. hill from like yeah, big hooking eight iron. Yeah, I'm like, this is going in. He's shooting sixty one. He's saying, and then nope, final round too. Um, yeah, okay. How old do you think his wife is? Her name's Claire Fleetwood. Actually, or how old do I think she looks? Both. Also, the story on how they became. I actually I think, think she's, she's about agent. 44. Okay, he's 32, she's 44. She looks about 56. Ryan? Sorry. Uh, I I actually have not seen his wife. I I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing, though, that he's with an older woman. I just think that you... No, no, nothing wrong with that. I I think that you see way too many athletes now, you know, latch on to some girl that just turned 20 and, you know, their career just gets destroyed. So more power to him if Tommy's airing on the older side. I believe she was his agent uh, when he first started playing. I believe that's the backstory. She is 54. I was right. Wow. She was, she she was 54, and she had two kids. Prior? Prior, from, from a former marriage, and they got married. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was his agent. You know, Tommy's... That's lewd. She, she was. That's I can, well. that I can confirm lewd. that. Wow, she was, that, yeah. That's an interesting fact. Tommy that, seems like the type of guy that you'd like to have a couple beers with and just he go He does seem like a good time, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah he does sure. seem like a cool a guy I would for sure like to play with. Yeah. yeah. I don't definitely don't want to play with Rom. No. <laughs> no. Can confirm. <laughs> Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, well, 
hits it, you know, he seems pretty serious. He gets a bad lie. He can't read his lie and he blames, you know, not being able to read his lie on other shit. It's like, I mean, that's, that's your fault. You I've can't read your cool. own lie. I've heard he's pretty cool. He's, he's, just, got a he's, Carl just, he's a Spaniard. They yeah. always whine. They always complain. I mean, they're just tough to deal yeah, with. Bad that's attitude. true. He's got yeah. the Sergio. Bad attitude. He's got the yeah. Sergio in him. I'm trying to match Ryan's energy right now. <laughs> it's tough to match. He came out with the sunglasses. I can't wear my own sunglasses. Let's go. That's a battle. But it's like a totally different look. Very different. Look. Like we're, we're, we're definitely like definitely pouring into our skin tone. I'm kind of that is very much so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not racist, but I can identify. Would you call me Ben Baller's assistant? I did. Yeah. Ben Baller's hitman. I didn't hear that. That's good. Ben would tell you he doesn't need a hitman. No, he's he's pretty he's, hard. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. Uh, All right. So let's go through our bets. So we, we just started that new uh, new bit where we we put a thousand fake dollars into it every week. And I am the only one who made money this week. I put eight hundred dollars on Tyrell Hatton top ten at plus one fifty. I made twelve hundred. And uh Ryan Austin, made money. Austin Amaya took uh Charlie Hoffman who withdrew. Yeah, well, and Sam, I, I put ten dollars on Sam Burns, like plus eight hundred first round leader, and I think he missed the cut. So <laughs> yeah, that, was, yeah. that went well. Yeah. Ryan also Ryan hit his bet, his minus two hundred. That's Jeff right. Ogilvy. Doom and gloom on Jeff Ogilvy. It's the all a thousand dollars on Jeff Ogilvy. <laughs> yeah, doom and gloom. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> it was never a sweat. It was never a worry. He yeah. got hot. I think uh, at the end of the round, round one, finished like two under last six or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, to be two over. Yeah, we started sweating that a little bit, and then he just really put in the capitulated uh, in round two. Yeah, he, he <laughs> defecated all over himself. Hit the uh, eject button out of his seat. It's yeah. a shame too because I love Jeff. Ogilvy. His win at Wingfoot was one of the best ever, in my opinion. Yeah, six, six over. <laughs> I mean, that's did Phil Mickelson lose the tournament? Oh, he lost. Or did Jeff yeah. Ogilvy yeah. win the tournament? I don't know. The up and down, just like uh, Stewart Sinks up and down. Yeah, coming up next on first take. <laughs> well, did Tom Watson lose that tournament, or did Stewart Sink win that tournament? That three putt was horrendous to watch. That was that was just, bad. just yeah, I mean, the, the Tom shit, Watson lost that. The shove on the the putt coming well, he back was, was way was, off the green. He was way off the green. It didn't seem yeah. that hard of a. Putt, like on it was on the collar. His ball kind of also right? did roll about eighty yards. No, I was gonna say the iron yeah. shot. I thought it was going in the hole. Agreed. Yeah, no, he I can't believe it. it. I can't believe it didn't stop. No, he said he flushed air. it. Yeah, yeah, landed it short. I mean, did everything right. That was shitty caddying right there. You never hit that ball long. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, even think he, was in think that he just much hit trouble. it too good. I mean, he was he landed. But yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah. Like just middle of the green there. But I, I think that's what True. he was trying to do. He just wasn't. I mean, the ball just ran out so much. Yeah, I think it just. Yeah. I mean, like that ball started rolling before it got on the green and rolled off the green. It's not like it was flying. Like he flushed the shot. I think he should have got up It had though. spin. Two. And yeah, he's using that two ball. Great putter. Right. No, he was using a number seven. It's number seven. That's right. Another, yeah, I mean, seven. another great putter. I can't. I mean, Love both are seven, equally yeah. as great. Yeah, I've had pretty much every number seven that's ever come out. You have, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Great I, butter. I just when I think the number seven, I think Luke Donald Black Series. No, no, no. I think Mark Anguiano making every putt that he Mark at. gets so much right? love on this year. He simply did not miss a putt that entire year. <laughs> okay, well, Josh has something to say. To that. <laughs> did not miss a putt. <laughs> At industry, you never missed. I've heard legends. No. <laughs> this was cross-handed, right? Cross-handed mark. Oh yeah, yeah cross-handed mark. I heard legends. He'd hit the ball and then he would just start laughing. <laughs> 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 I get to you. Uh, 
I think of Ian Poulter when I think of number seven. Oh, that God. too. Yeah. Am I crazy? Uh, no, White yeah, Onyx G. He was yeah, at White Onyx the Ryder G. Cup. Yep. Oh, yeah. With the freaking low visor. I mean, the I definitely visor, think Luke yep. Donald, but. Yeah, Luke really? Poulter is up there. Yeah, yeah. Luke. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think of Poulter at the Ryder Cup and just Luke being Luke. A number one player, Luke Donald, using a seven. That's yeah. what I think of. I yeah. mean, to Ryan's point, shows you the joke of the world rankings. Right. That was well, an odd time. Ryan, you would, love, time. you would love this. There's now a category of the world rankings that includes strokes gained. Oh, God. Of course. <laughs> playing in the science. Because <laughs> they're just like, that's how we level out the playing field every week is we use strokes gained. And we average out the strokes gained. It makes sense. It does make sense. It makes sense. All right, let's go to the U.S. Open. It's a shame. <laughs> so we went into a little bit about this golf course, Nico, our correspondent on the grounds of the U.S. Open at L.A. Country Club. And live it's, it's a Bombers. Bounce. Yeah, live from the U.S. Open. It's a Bombers <laughs> golf course. Live with bad bounce boys. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, some touch required. And Ryan, you said Bryson DeChambeau. Nico Mendoza followed Bryson DeChambeau this, this day today. How, uh, I, how I do did, you look? and I do like Bryson for this week. In, in the Confirmed text thread. for Ryan. <laughs> in the text thread, and I quote, Bryce DeChambeau by a million. Yeah, yeah I did say by that. A million. Yeah. By a million. Precisely. Yeah. I'm doubling down on Ryan's bet last week. Ryan, you really got in his head. He was talking about it all week in a different group chat. <laughs> he didn't yeah, want to like, come out to you. It's like trying to come out of the closet. Like, nothing wrong with it, but it's just kind of like, man, I think I'm a Bryce. Ryan and Bryson are rent free in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> How do you look? Uh, who? Both of them? Who else would I be talking about? Bryson. <laughs> I thought you meant Ryan or Bryson. <laughs> Ryan looks great. We don't, they both looked Bryson. great in there. Yeah, Bryson They're good. both chilling in there. That was a cool video you sent us too of what he's working on his swing with. Yeah. Coach Dan Dahlquist, which I we all know, who all we know personally. It yeah. looked like he's working on not trying to like get out of it. Yeah, he's get trying more to get into more into, so into could, the ball. So he could push off the ground yeah. a little bit. I have to mention something. I can't believe Brooks Kepka is plus 169 this week against Scotty Scheffler. Wow. Oh. Scotty Scheffler minus 205 in a weekly matchup against Brooks Kepka. Oh. Minus 205. Huh. And you're saying that's ridiculous because Brooks Kepka is going to. Yeah. Womp on him? I saying. mean, myself personally, I, think I never closer. think that highly of Brooks just because his golf swing isn't anything great. But you like Scotty's? Um, I do like Scott. I think Scotty's golf swing is better. Yes. Ooh, wow. That is a That's hot, a hot take. take. That is a very hot take. hot take. I mean, the stats, think, speak for, the stats speak for themselves. I mean, wow. it can't. Wow. Well, stats wise. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. stats Time do speak for themselves. Time will tell. Because really? according to Ryan in three years, he's going to be out of the top 50. Yeah, in the world. I, I, oh, we truly, didn't touch on yeah. that. Truly, I, I think he's out of the top 50 in three years. We didn't touch on Due that. Due to injury time. or just he's on a hot streak right now? Oh, no. I think he's hot. And, and I do think the golf swing. Breaks down. I mean, we saw what the footwork was doing, uh, you know, at the PGA in the rain, and he was slipping and sliding all over the place like he was at a water park. Scotty two step. Yeah, Scotty two step. Scotty two step. Right. Scotty four step out there. Right. So you're calling like a speed scenario? Yeah, I think he just runs into uh, you know some putting issues because that's the weak point right now. So I think he's, that inevitably yeah. he runs into some psychological. Issues I think he's already ran into the putting issues. He has. Yeah, we've already <laughs> discovered these demons. Uh, but, but from there, from there, I really do think that it trickles into the long game uh, because I just don't see that footwork working well under pressure. I really don't. I mean, the guy's just hitting iron he's shot. Hitting and it drive. so good, but I mean, Fairway, it green. could happen. We'll see. Time His will tell. Definitely is, you know, it I will say, is putting right now. I, I have a hot take as well about Scotty. I think by the end of this week, he surpasses that greatest ball striking season in the strokes gained era by Tiger Woods. I think he can very well can this because wow. he's at 2.77 strokes gained T to green. Tiger was 
He gained point two seven at that last event. Obviously, historic ball striking event. Gain who gains nineteen strokes to the green. He will one hundred percent gain a lot of strokes. Uh, on this, this course, he will gain so many yes, strokes on the average. I totally field. agree. Wow, yeah, that's a good point. Yep, yeah. I yeah. agree with that. So, I mean, you can't miss the eighteenth fairway. So he's going to gain at least a shot on eighteen every day. All right. It is crazy to me that you cannot miss that fairway. Yeah, I mean, you cannot. I'm surprised you said that you can't believe that Brooks is plus 169 over Scotty Scheffler matchup. As in, it should be higher for Brooks. Brooks should be a plus 250 or something. No, no, I, I think Brooks should be like plus 120. Scotty, like okay, 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 should just be closer. Okay. It should it, just be closer. I, I agree. Think I think it should just be closer. I think yeah, that's a yeah. good. I think honestly, I, I mean, I would pick Scotty over Brooks in, in any other any other time. Maybe a major, I'd be a little less, a little more skeptical. Sure, and that's yeah. why I'm what thinking funny. like you know with this with this major you know tournament coming up, you know plus 170 is is a lot to uh, to offer. I, I must agree. say, yeah, I agree. These sports books have definitely stepped up their golf game. I yeah. don't know if it's because it got so popular during COVID, but before COVID, I was looking at some of these like, are these guys stupid? <laughs> <laughs> and you used to be able to parlay, you know, like same game parlay because the same game in a way, like multiple guys finishing top 20. And you would just be pick like when Sung Jae was first coming up, like Sung Jae M top 40. Can you, Rory can you top uh, 20. just say Sung Jae for us? Sung Jae? <laughs> <laughs> so Sung Jae M would be top 40. So Rory uh, top 20 and you know like someone else top 20. Sung Jae. And Sung-Jay. I would make like plus 220 and I'm just like you never get that in another game but now you can't you can't parlay any of these. Anyways so is that your better is that your safe better of the week for your better of the week? No it's just just a mention. Okay. Just, I just had to mention. <laughs> Honorable uh, mention. Let me find Norrin though and I'll, I'll give you my free bet. So Ryan are you going to go are you going to go in on Bryson DeChambeau this week. Yeah, I really like Bryson this week. I also like DJ as a sleeper pick. I think that he's going to be sleeping, uh, let's just say, in his own bed this week, and I think that that's going to go <laughs> a long way. Um, I also think that uh, Brooks has a really good chance. I think it's going to be a ball striker's paradise, and I don't think that scrambling gets rewarded in any way. Pretty simple. All right, I have my, my uh, pick of the week. I haven't even scrolled down. I haven't found Norin yet, uh, but this this is just as good. Uh, firm golf course this week. Last firm golf course Matt Kuchar played on. I think he shot 82 on Sunday. Oh, wow. Matt uh, so I'm going to take Emiliano Grillo plus 106 over Matt Kuchar tournament matchup. Oh, To, to comment good. on that, um, that's a good pick because I saw Kuch on, I believe, hole three, and he um, hit three tee balls. Just rapid fire. They they all three looked left. Yeah, I could just hanging can, back and that's what he went he to has, the pocket instantly. Uh, on gears, he has the most <laughs> weight back at impact. I think it's like north of sixty percent weight back at impact. Yeah, easy to hit a left. Yeah, so that. I think that's a good pick. <laughs> Fascinating. Okay, so wow. that's your free bet, Ryan. Do you want to take Bryson DeChambeau as your free bet or your bad bet? So free bet is minus one fifty to plus one fifty. So that would mean you'd have to take Bryson DeChambeau as a top 20 guy or would you take him as a guy to potentially win uh i would take him as a free bet okay yep and what would you take him top 20 top 20 top 20 you get plus 165 so maybe top 30 wow you get him at minus 105 dude that's pretty damn good that's pretty crazy that's pretty damn good all right wow free bet bryson dechambeau taken off the table that's pretty damn good that's a free bet all right Nico Mendoza, what is your free bet? Okay, my free bet, since he's hot right now, Scotty Scheffler, minus 140, top 10. Mm. 
Wow, what an what odds top ten. Yeah. That's kind of wild. Yeah. That's kind of wild. That's free. And it is potentially free. <laughs> so everyone's talking about how Max Homa set the course record. What people aren't talking about enough is that he beat a certain Mr. Cantley by one to set the course record. I'm going to take Patrick Cantley. Wow. Wow. As my free that bet, top 10 plus 150. Plus 150. I think top that's 10. a good bet. That's yep. a good I really bet, do. Patrick Cantley, top 10 it's plus hard, 150. It's hard to fade Patrick in his home state. Yep. He plays well. True, yeah. He's he plays well. played this course he, a lot. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure he has, yeah. Went to UCLA. UCLA, yeah. Yeah, went to UCLA. It's one of their home courses. Yep. Yep. So I'm going to take him. How lucky! What a lucky program, UCLA. Yeah, Riv. They have a good Riv, LA. Yeah, what do you mean? Brentwood too, I think. I think Brentwood. Yeah, yep. what a rotation. You really think they'll be better? That many good players outside of Pat, though. Yeah, you think they'll be better? Yeah, that is true. I, yeah, yeah. I guess, actually, I guess like, for before like before Pat, players, it's like who yeah. who is there? Nobody really comes to mind. John Mallinger. Mallinger, right? Uh, what's the other one? Paven. Merrick, something Merrick, Troy Merrick. Didn't Paven go there? Paven, Paven went there. there. Yeah. Duffy Waldorf went there. Duffy Waldorf. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's some good. good. There's good players, but Pat's probably the best player. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. For without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. If he wins this U.S. Open, it will. He does be need a for major. Sure Pat that. needs a major. If he wins, uh, he's already top five in the world. Yeah, he already is. Yeah. But that's without because the, that's because the world rankings are messed up. Oh yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. yeah, Brooks and Brooks and Cameron Smith will probably be up there already. That being right. said, I still think Patrick's a top ten, top ten. Oh, hundred percent. All right, so that's my free bet. Austin, do you have you already took yours, right? Took mine, yeah. Alex Norton is playing this week, by the way. His matchup's kind of unfavorable. Pablo Lorzabal. Yeah. They're uh, they're catching on. They're yeah. they listen they, to that bounce podcast. Yeah, you, yeah, even uh Alex <laughs> Norton is a big fave this week, minus one thirty eight in that matchup. Wow. Wow. I would yeah, almost yeah. take they're they're catching ah, on. I mean, I can guarantee you Alex Norton's gonna miss the cut this week. Yeah, they're just losing too much. I money also on do Alex think Lorzabal's gonna to miss the cut as well. Golf course. So I think Norton's yeah. I don't think nor I mean ground's ground's it. really firm. Yeah, yeah, he's not picking. I mean, yeah. Do you have your bad bet of the week, Austin? Bad bet of the week? Yeah, I can give that to you. Give me one second. I'm gonna pick a first round leader right here. First that's round a, leader. That's a horrible I hate taking these first round leader bets. They're just shots in the dark. You'd say they're bad Dustin bets. Johnson, first round leader, plus twenty seven hundred. Ooh, wow. <laughs> Okay. I, yep. I don't like that at all. That's, <laughs> I don't like it. But yeah. That's why it's the bad bet. Yeah. That's why I it's don't like that at I all. I just saw a 27 to 1 in Dustin Johnson, so I took it. That's why it's the bad bet. <laughs> all right, Ryan. Plus 500 or, be- or worse. Or better, I guess. Plus 500 or worse. Bryson uh, DeChambeau, first round leads 35 to 1. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> don't like that either? I, I really don't. I see Bryson just kind of cakewalking this event, you know, just yeah. very boring golf. Um,. You know, I'd like to pick another guy to miss the cut. Uh, <sighs> I don't think you'll get I'm enough odds like, on that unless you take someone like Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to pick Rory, um, but I will pick a uh, a highly ranked player, and I will go with Tony Finau hmm. to miss the cut this week. Do you have those? Do you have those odds? Uh, I don't have those odds. I, those odds aren't posted on my end yet. If I had to guess, it's probably around plus one ten. Outside of that, I I really don't like Jason Day on mm. this golf course. Uh, you know, I think that he's lost a lot of his pop uh, as he's gotten a bit older, and I just don't think that he's in major championship condition anymore. I think he's just become really an average player on tour week in and week out. 
if you look at his record this year, he does not play well on the courses that are considered difficult. No. Hmm. Yeah. Makes which, sense. To me, I just feel like he's not quite comfortable yeah. with his brand new golf swing. That's my take on it. But yeah, he hasn't played he, well in tough he courses. He plays pretty well at Augusta. He did. He's very but, comfortable. But at Augusta. Yeah, you're right. He's, he's always played. played well he's though. played historically well True. at Augusta. He, so anything he's comfortable prone, you know. And, yeah. and so anytime that the rough is up or the conditions oh, are difficult, yeah. I, I really do not like his chances. So he could break know, his wrist at any U.S. Open Memorial, for example, home home course, but never plays well. Right. Yeah. Oh, that course, course I'm sure plays way harder Tough in that course, tournament right. than day to day. It's probably a totally sure. different course than he plays sure. without yeah. a doubt. I mean, yeah. with how firm Jack always sets that place for up. Sure, yeah. I and mean, we have you had a conversation that it might have been too firm, right? Yeah. So let's say Jason Day missing the cut. All right. Okay. Nico. Uh, bad bet. I'm gonna go Bryson to win plus four thousand. Ooh. Wow. Wow, that those odds have gone down. They were sixty-five to one. I know like two weeks yeah. ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Bryson win. Yes, last week actually. Yeah, wow, Austin was calling is... that. He's like, "Get your get your bets in now." Why are they going down? Why was? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, probably because people are betting him. Yeah, That's yeah. How, how could you not at sixty or sixty-five to one? Yeah, especially because he played well at the PGA. Yeah, I think they heard our pod. <laughs> yeah, they must Simply be listening. Caesar Sports. Simply book. it. Yeah. Tuning in. Yeah. Identify yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so since this time last year, do you know who has the most top tens? On tour? On tour. Top tens. John Rom or Scotty? Scotty, yeah. Roy McElroy. And that is who oh, I'm gonna pick yeah. to win. Wow. What? Wow. He gets hot this time of year. Yeah. Wow. You know, this it is far. a good course for him. It is a good Did course. Did you for mean him. to say Roy McElroy? Yeah, Roy McElroy okay. to win. And I just think he this. was looking pretty good last week until that very last round. You know what? Yeah. I, I just think. Nico might shed a tear. You know, this time, this time <laughs> last year, I talked about an earlier pod when it, with Kyle where I was like, I just don't see Roy McIlroy playing that well this year again to how well he was playing last year because he became the second best player, wedge player since the RBC Canadian Open last year. And I'm like, I don't. I'm dubious that he's going to hold up with the wedges. And it's shown. He has become a, a horrific wedge player again. He got a hot with the wedges last year. I don't quite understand what happened. Yeah. But if you can capture a little bit of that, and I just I just think Rory's in a place where since all of this happened, I think it's an advantage that he played the first week that all this news came out. Now he doesn't have to deal with it as much this week. Mm, fair point. He's gotten it all right. out of the way. I do way. agree, yeah. And I think this is just kind of the you know ass-kicking he needed and kind of the uh, steroid injection he needed for this week is just more live and PGA stuff. What makes you think that he can hold it together for four rounds? Because based on his performance this year, he's shown every sign that that's not even in the cards. Yeah, uh, he hasn't, but... <sighs> He's never been a great front runner. It just is what it is, right? But he always has, even when he's in the lead, he's kind of stumbled into his, some of his wins. He, the only times he's stepped on the pedal, pedal of the metal was when he was up by like already six. Right. And, um, and so what is going to have to happen is he's just going to have to be absolutely dialed for me to even trust that he's going to keep that up, right? I do think last week I was a little dubious because... He was number one. He was like up there in putting, top 10 in putting. And that's just not Rory's game. I also think 
Last week, this course that they played uh, for the RBC Canadian Open this year was an absolutely horrific course for him. <laughs> it's just a bad course for him. Especially and no dri- not, not too Especially many drivers, right? Yeah, not too many drivers. It's not really the way he plays, and yet he held himself together. I just really liked what I saw from his game. It was a shorter course. It was a shorter course. Yeah. And I just, I just think that having one week of him where he needs to kind of see shots and play and a lot of weird lies... I, you could kind of see he was clearly frustrated with the golf course. He kept talking. He kept doing this with his hands. Right. Like and so I just think that that's going to help him just to sharpen his focus a little bit. Um, he just tends to get hot this time of year. To, to your point, uh, he does extremely well on courses. You can start the ball just as wide as possible. Right. And this yeah. course, you can start the ball. Kiowa. Congressional, right. you can start the ball very wide. Uh, Olympic Club, you cannot. He missed the cut in the 2012 U.S. Open. Yeah. I do remember that. Just that golf course is extremely demanding off the tee. It I mean, feels maybe, like a very European track. Maybe the most way. demanding yeah. off the tee of any course. I mean, for sure of any course I play, that course is just extremely demanding off the tee, and that's yeah. why he probably missed the cut there. You have to work it both ways. You have to be able to hit a cut. You got to be able to draw. Um, and yeah, like Kiowa, you can start the ball for Rory. In Rory's case, you can start the ball as far right as you want, and it's it's fine. Uh, you can't do that at Olympic. You can do that at Congressional. You can do that at Kiowa. And of course, he's played, you know, well in the past. Yeah. There's courses with very wide start lines. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this course, from what I've seen, they've went over every hole, and I just feel like it rewards someone who is sharp and aggressive. Would you agree, Nico? Yeah. No, I, I think this course sets up well for him. Would you with guys def- agree that someone who can be a little bit more aggressive is going to be able to, and yet still with, be sharp, is going to be able to. And, yeah, and I think there. I think he can get away with swinging as hard as he has been. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, off, the tee, off the tee this week, he, I think he can get away with it. And that I didn't want to get sure. too technical with it, but I, I saw how firm the fairways were, and Rory digs out of his wedges pretty hard. And so when he tries to get kind of saucy with it and soft with it, shallow with it, that's when he starts like kind of struggling with it. I think this week he's got to go full wedge on everything just because of how firm it's going to play. Right. I think that's going to help. I think that's going to help his wedge struggles. You think it gives him relief. I think it gives him. I think his weaknesses are not exposed when courses. Yeah. Just mitigated because of the setup. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I I totally agree. I think his weakness with the wedge is he just hits it too high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's, you know, just historically a below average putter per PGA tour standards. And these greens are pretty benign for a major. Really? Yeah, I don't think a lot of people are going to be making or putting off the charts. No. There's just too much slope. He's pretty good at a deep rough, too. He always has been. He's yeah. just kind of has that, like, pick it up and stab it in. Brooks is really good at a deep rough, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I meant True. around As the greens. As is Bryson. I meant around the greens. I think out of the fairway, I don't know if Rory would be great. But I definitely around the greens, he has that, like, stabby pickup move. And so, yeah, look, he's pretty crap around the greens. Yeah, he's Who? he's bad. Rory. He's hot. He's hot out of the cold. rough. He's horrible he cold, around the greens. Really? Give me fits around the greens out of the rough. When he wins, he, he chips well. I mean, yeah. yeah. Easiest I mean, but. yeah. I mean, when and anyone you, wins, like, they chip well. I'm just saying, he's hot and cold with his chip. Would, like, what is, yeah, would the high ball sure. flight help him on this course? Oh, yeah. No, when, so you, when you were just talking think, about him, like I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I just that. think the way he, he comes into the ball, the ball fight you're going to need at this course, you know, a lot of undulation. I just think. And he picks his iron, like long irons. Yeah. And I don't think there's i'd say there's not too many wedges for like second shots yeah i think compared there's gonna to be other. a lot of wedges i think there's gonna be a lot I yeah personally. just because of how firm it is I maybe think, yeah i think i mean guys should be hitting 370 380 i mean the holes were long but there was on the front nine there's a good amount of wedges yeah from what i saw so 
I'm, I mean, I'm, it's definitely a hot take, but I just think this is about the time of the year that Rory gets hot. He used the motivation last year from Liv, and then at some point it became a distraction, and I think this, again, he can kind of find that fuel to get more, you know, use it as an asset again. Now, there's an argument to be said that people were like, Rory, you're the man. You're standing here for the PJ Tour. We love you. And then, like, eight weeks later, they're like, dude, we're kind of tired of this, and he just kept going with it, and so then it got overbearing. But I don't know. Who knows? This could be a motivation for him. But this is just about the time where he gets hot. I think it's a good setup for him. And uh, I'm going out on a limb and saying Rory McIlroy. And he just played better than I thought. I looked up his OWGR today, and I was like, damn, this guy's like playing what we think is terrible and finishing sixth and eighth and ninth to <laughs> Ryan's point. Very uh, inferior fields to the live tour. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that, too. It's like he's been placing well but yeah, like, yeah. we just, just think he's, he's just like choking. sucks now just with the wedges yeah basically. he just freaking urinates on himself at the last sucks yeah my my major complaint with rory is that you know he's arguably one of the greatest in the game and he just simply can't close out you know basic tour events at this point right. so there's there's definitely some psychological demons that he's battling and you know if it's if that's going to appear anywhere it's going to be down the stretch of the major yeah without a doubt yeah so he's just he's gonna have to get it get over it and just do it right. Um, all right, Austin, let's go through this quickly. What are you, what what are your uh, what are you divvying up your fake a thousand dollars towards? I'm divvying up my fake a thousand, uh, going nine ninety nine on uh, Emiliano Grillo over Matt Kuchar. I mean, if I had more money, I'd put more money on that. And I'm gonna put Dude, one you have a thousand. Yeah, well, I have I have to I have two bets, and I'm putting my one dollar on Dustin Johnson first round leader. <laughs> I think at twenty seven to one. So you make twenty seven dollars. I'll, I'll make my twenty. I'll I'll just forfeit my one dollar for my bad bet, and I'll take my. I got like plus one oh five, so I'm gonna you know cash out. I hope it happens. What is that, uh, DJ. Thousand yeah, four, thousand forty nine. All right, Ryan. You know, outside of all the uh, the names that I mentioned that have really good chance to win this week, I would lob all of my money into uh, Jason Day missing the cut. You know, for all the reasons that I've previously mentioned, I think he's injury prone. I don't think he can win majors anymore. Uh, so this top ten player on the uh, you know scammy FedEx Cup rankings is going to be missing the cut this week and going home back to Ohio late on a Friday evening. Maybe a red eye. On a red eye. <laughs> Mika? All right, I'm going to go nine, $900 on Scotty, minus 140, top 10. Mm. And a nice little $100 spot on our boy Bryson to win, plus 4,000. I like Ooh, those bets. Mika's got a chance to win 5K I got, this week. I, got, I could win some money this week. Yeah. Could lose a lot of money too, though. You got pretty screwed by Corey Connors deciding to go four over on the first yeah, five Yeah, I was holes. looking good was all rough. last yeah. week. Yeah. But it's we all were right. texting about how good you were looking every day. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yep. I had great bets every day other than yep. Sunday. Yeah. Um, all right. I am going to put... I would put more money on Rory winning. I really would. But I just feel so good about Cantley finishing in the top 10. Yeah. I'm going to put... Yeah. yeah I'm going to put $900 on Cantley finishing top 10 plus 150. Now I'm gonna put a hundred dollars on Rory McIlroy winning, uh, plus fourteen hundred, which is not enough odds. And I'm surprised no one took Brooks. Yeah, actually, I'm 
I think nice. it's been a highlight reel for the past, you know, three weeks since winning the PGA. And, uh, you know, he's not focused. Yeah. I, I don't see the focus being there this week. You know, I just think his talent <laughs> carries him, you know, into a top 10 or top 15, but I don't see him winning. I really I don't. mean, sure. If he wins, he's just too good. So that's why I didn't bet. Yeah. Him. I mean, if he wins, just he's really a goat. Yeah, exactly. And I, I just can't I that confirm that. Yet. I was going to pick him for my safe bet. Um, but, Kelly just had better odds. He's at plus one fifteen for right. a top ten yeah, versus yeah, that makes sense. That's the only reason I took the him. bookmakers know all of this that we've you know just discussed. Yeah, They're good. Yeah, except they don't know that Bryson DeChambeau is going to win by a million. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. You heard it here first. We're back with the leaderboard, and Ryan is our guest once again. This is our version of the draft, and Ryan gets to pick what we are drafting. Ryan, what is the subject of the week? Top three par threes in golf. In all of golf? Yes. And we don't have to golf. play it like last week because you really fisted me with that. Did not have to play it. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> uh, do you guys like par threes? Favorite hole in golf? I Yes. Yes, I do. Without a doubt. Ryan how, loves par threes. That's how golf, like that's how yeah. golf courses yeah. are. Ryan was a phenomenal iron player, and it just he's like... He, Ryan one time looked at me. He goes, "It's like the second shot of a par four without the drive. <laughs> You're guaranteed to be in the middle of the fairway." <laughs> I'm like, "Ryan, only a shitty driver of the golf ball would say something like that." <laughs> <laughs> this was two thirty over water. What are you talking yeah, that's, about? That par three sounds terrible. Uh, no, I mean you have it. I, I kind of I, I I can side with Ryan there. I mean, they're fun. You have you have opportunity. Yeah. No matter what, you have There's a perfect lie every time. Yeah, you, you have opportunity. Long, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, I there's nothing better than hitting iron from the middle of the fairway. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, sign me up for a par five. Um, yeah, all right. So Ryan, the as our as our honorary guest, you get to you get the first pick in the draft. This is a snake draft, by the way. So when it comes back to you, you get two picks. So number three, par three in all of golf. I'm going to. Oh, go we're going with number one. Number one to begin with. Yes. So that no one else Dang. takes your. Okay. It's uh, it's sixteen at Augusta, Damn. and and that is because. The GOAT chipped in there to win the Masters in 2015, hit one of the greatest shots of all time. He also hit a clutch shot there in his win in 2019. Yeah, that was uh, an incredible shot. It's hard shot. to pick a better par three. In that all was an incredible golf. shot. I was going to pick that. <laughs> all right, Austin, go ahead. All right, number 12 at Augusta National, one of my favorite par threes. Uh, haven't played it, unfortunately, yet, but just one to watch on TV. Uh, I think I started shedding a tear. In 2019, when everyone started hitting in the water because the belief of Tiger winning became real. Uh, and it just takes me back to that moment. I mean, that was one of the a more significant moments in my life, Tiger coming back and winning in 2019. And uh, I'll always uh, remember hole 12. Enough said. Good pick. All right. This, uh, this pick is controversial, but I'm just going Pebble number seven. Pebble Beach number seven. That wow. was on my list too. Great pick. Good pick. Good yeah. pick. All right. Nico, you got two picks. So Oh my god. <laughs> uh okay, I got one. My number one's gonna be sixteen at Tory Pines, part three. What which one's that one? It's like the longish uh one going towards the ocean. Oh wow. Sleeper pick. That is a great um, one. Oh kinda, yes. It's, it's it's always yeah, 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 yeah. Always yeah. a pretty good yep. in that tournament. And then oh man. Number two, I'll go just because I saw it today and it, it just looked like cool. Hole 15 at LA Country Club, par three. Oh, yeah. I believe it was 112 or something like that. It was very short. They were playing it really short. Yeah. 
That's a cool good yeah, pick. Really cool, cool. Very good picks. Okay, and it goes back around. Uh, my next pick is what hole is that? At? It's at number fifteen at King's Barn when they play the uh, Alfred Dunhill Links. There, it's the one that's right on the water. Ooh. Sounds cool. Yeah, and then they always it. like it's it's super hard, and they always have to play it. Yeah, they always have to play it left. And what course around. was that at? You Kings said? Barn in Scotland. Right, you played there, right? No, I didn't oh. get to play Kings. I was supposed to, but yeah, I didn't Damn. go. But that that's it's a, a really it's the fifteenth. Yeah, fifteenth, yeah. nice. playing right along the Fief coastline. Yeah, yeah. F I F E. I don't know if I pronounce that. Right. Um, that's a cool tournament. They get to play. That is a great Carnoustie, tournament. Carnoustie, St. Andrews, and Kings Barn. But I remember Anguiano, that was his first pro event. His agent got him in. And he said he spent like $12,000 that week. Damn. Just travel, right practice rounds, all that stuff. Yeah. I can see that. Right out the gate. Yeah. Because he wanted to play a couple extra practice rounds. It's tough so to get around Europe. Oh, for yeah, sure. True. For sure. They also drive on the wrong side of the road. This is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. on those in those cities, the other the other countries no, but just in in London and in Scotland. Mm, good to know. All right, Austin. Back to me. Hole, I believe it's fifteen or God, what is it, fifteen or sixteen? Uh, it actually is fifteen and sixteen uh, combined. This this uh, is worthy of. It's just the same pick because they're back to back. Cypress Point, fifteen, sixteen. Oh yeah, Ooh. fair. Okay, we'll cannot cannot be left off anyone's list. I mean, you can't get a more scenic place in golf, right? Uh, and I I just love the fifteenth being two twenty over water. I mean, you can't get a more you know ballsy shot late in the round to really decide where the money's going to go. Uh, and you'd love to see someone hit in the water if you're playing against them. So, and there's a great chance of that happening. Sure. <laughs> I like it. All right, right. Top two to round it off. You got two to round off your picks. Wow, number two. I don't know how, buddy, how nobody did not name this already, but it's going to be seventeen at TPC Sawgrass. Has decided that yep. event numerous yeah. times. I don't particularly love the hole, but I love that the was drama my qualm that it creates. It. Yeah, same. It's a wedge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a wedge. Uh, it's a bit of Tough a goofy wedge. hole, but it 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 has broken many hearts. Uh, Sergio. Sergio, many, yeah, once. Uh, it also resulted in one of his wins at the players. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, 17 for the drama that creates. Number one is a sleeper that will be discovered this week, and that is number nine at LACC. You're going back towards the clubhouse. You've got a beautiful bridge that you walk over after you hit your tee ball, and you've got Century City to your left. Beautiful view. Shout out William Bell. The GOAT. Well done, Willie B. Willie B, the goat. Back to me. Back to you, Austin. I think this is another sleeper. Hole four. Hossie in the golf club. Ooh, Ooh, good pick. That's a great pick, yeah. It takes (laughs) a really well-struck mid-iron to keep the ball on the green. Uh... I mean, you got to hit a little high, got to hit a good shot, can't overdraw it, can't hit it in the right bunker, uh, can hit it in the left bunker and get a fucked lie. Uh, I mean, you just got to hit the green, force you to yeah. hit the green. And 
in match play, I've won a lot of holes on that hole just by making par. So I lo- love a hole where par can win on any given day. Agreed. That's you a can good also hole. have really tricky win situations on that yeah. hole. In uh, the morning, it always blows down. In the afternoon, it always blows in. Yeah, and the green sits a bit offset to yeah. the overall direction of the hole. Yeah. It does. you got to hit it over the bunker sometimes to, cut, to right? get to a pin. Yeah, it's a high cut. Yeah, yeah. punch, punch, punch it's cut. It's like a high cut. Punch cut or high cut. I, I still draw the ball every time on that hole. Really? Yep. It, it's because actually I, not I a bad play. I want it to go in the left bunker. <laughs> that's fair. That a feed. It's not good. not going to draw. So yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Man, I got one more pick, <laughs> and I am stumped. Throw us a par three from Royal Vista. You're going to pick a hole. <laughs> Royal Vista, Vista Golf Club. Number two on the south. Or <laughs> <laughs> Via Verde. Via Verde. Uh, Do not pick five at industry. I know I know that's or in nine. your realm no, no, of no, thoughts. No, no, no. That nine is a industry. great par three. Oh, that's God. a great par Don't three. Ever another, another hole where par can win. That is not in my thoughts. No, notes. that's a not bad good. hole. That's it's a bad hole. Yeah. Nine at industry. Nine's good. Yeah. No, no that nine is terrible. They need, they nine is need to explode nine. That, yeah, that needs to be gone. The, yeah, the gopher from uh, Caddyshack needs, that needs to, come to be back the wedge and, range. and haunt that hole. Um, that would be a great practice fa- bunker practice facility. Hole yeah, nine. hole nine. I, I yeah, the whole green and all the bunkers. Range, yeah. yeah, it's not bad. You know what? I'm gonna say this just to make Ryan really happy. I'm gonna take number ten at Satakoy. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is a crazy pick. It's like 30 yards downhill, yeah. dead you, into you the wind. three wood on that hole when the wind's blowing. I don't know about three wood, but... Like, oh, it's I've obscene. heard the legend, yeah. It is obscene. <laughs> yeah, but it's straight into the wind, 30 yards, like... like how much? How degree downhill that is? You that? just named number it's like 10 seventeen at Dove. It's the best hole in yeah. golf. <laughs> best part of three in golf. And it's it's straight in the wind. The green's super shallow. If you hit the front left of it, it's running down thirty yards. You know what? That hole sucks. Wow. I'm out on that one. Pick another. I'm gonna one. Pick, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna pick, another. pick another one. I'm gonna take Riviera. I'm gonna take Riviera number six. Number six. Number six okay. is Atacoy at Riviera. Oh, that's oh, great. Good great pick. pick. Good, yeah, yeah, great pick. Good pick. You saved yourself right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was doing that for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Nico, with your last pick. With my last pick, I'm going number 10 at Congressional Golf Club. Ooh, Ooh that's I, a great hole. I hate that hole. That's a what? great hole. I just don't like that the guy started on a part three. Well, it's, that's hole 10. Yeah. But so they yeah. would start. You know, the leaders don't start. First on the tee, Roy McIlroy from Northern Ireland. I think it's interesting to turn into a par three. I like the turn because it reminds me of my my home course, the greatest muni in Orange County, Black Gold Golf Course. Ooh, yeah, Yeah. muni turning on a par three as well. City owned. Um, Is that a good par three though? No, it's it's just over water. I like it. Congressional number ten. Yeah, I like the clubhouse is right there off the tee. No, I I think ten is. I mean, you could see it from the clubhouse. Yeah, Yeah. it's just a good location. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you have to hit a good. I think it's five. It's tough. It's like a six iron, five iron. Yeah, beautiful hole over water. Yeah, it's a tough hole. The water's really not in play, but it's a good hole. It's not him. All right. Well, that was a bad bounce podcast. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us again. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and. uh... You'll sell me this week. Let's go. Let's go. Live from.